0: Hey, happy Monday to you people. I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report Direct Message. It's October 25th in the year 2021. As always, you can chat live with other viewers right this moment. Go to rubinreport.locals.com or download the Locals iOS or Android app. You can chat I've got my assistant, Helen, in there. She can get messages to us on the fly as I am doing the show. So if I get anything wrong, you can let me know, you can fact check me, you can ask me a question. If you have a particularly pithy or insightful comment, I might read it live on the show. That is just one of the many ways we are now including you in what we do here, and it is just the beginning on that front, and with that in mind, You know, I've been teasing for a while that we would have a a pretty freaking major announcement coming tomorrow. It's finally coming tomorrow. I wanted it to happen last week. It looked like maybe it could happen last week. Then I thought it could happen Friday. Some stuff happened. Can't get into all the nitty gritty of why it didn't exactly happen. But 100%, I, Dave Rubin, promise you that a major announcement that is not only related to what I do here and this show but much more than that. Ah, That's all I can say now. I wanna say more, but just think. I think if you've been watching me for a while, and especially if you've been playing along in the Rubin Report community, I've been trying to hint at things enough. And uh, let's just say hope is coming. All right, how about we leave it at that? Uh, We got three stories for you today, but it's a jam-packed show because each story has a whole bunch of stuff attached to it, video and text today, Uh, lots of nuttiness over the weekend. We're gonna start with a couple COVID things. Uh, First off, the story that really is getting everybody right now, I think it's maybe the number one trend on Twitter at the moment, is that it turns out that Fauci was funding some really, really perverse Uh, studies and experiments with dogs, with uh, beagle puppies, where they were literally trapping them and putting their heads. I mean, we're we're gonna show you an image and I I warn you, it's, it's quite disgusting. We're only gonna show you one image. If you have to look away when we do, so be it. Uh, But where they were having basically like bugs eat away their faces while they wouldn't let any of the rest of their body do anything about it. He was funding this. Why exactly? We'll find out. Uh, And of course, that now he's been really caught in a lie, which I've talked about with Rand Paul and everyone sort of knew was a lie, that the NIH was basically funding gain of function research. That's now pretty much come out fully and will he pay for lying to Congress? Probably not, but either way, we'll talk about it. Uh, then this Barack Obama guy, remember Barack Obama, ran the country for eight years, didn't do anything about systemic racism, didn't fix anything, so then we had to get this old guy who worked for him, Joe, B- Joe Biden, to be uh, president. Um, well, he's back and he's getting involved now in the Virginia gubernatorial race, and he just gave a speech that was just profoundly disgusting and dishonest, and I'll show you a clip of that, And then finally, we've got some stuff from Biden himself, from crazy Kamala and Janet Yellen, the treasury secretary, who wants to tax money that you don't have. Yeah, that's the new thing. We're going to tax future money uh, because the government really, really needs more of your money. But before I do any of those stories, I wanted to tell you quickly uh, about Friday night, because on Friday night, I think we've got an image of it. I had dinner with that guy. Yeah, that is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and I was at a fundraiser in San Francisco. I went all the way up to San Francisco just for the night. Uh, David Sachs, who has been on the show, who's a huge VC guy, runs Kraft Ventures, uh, one of the investors in locals, uh, who also was part of the original PayPal mafia, and he's sent a gajillion companies into the stratosphere. Uh, He held a fundraiser at his house in San Francisco for Ron DeSantis, and it was spectacular. It really, really was spectacular. Ron spoke for, or the governor spoke for probably about 20 minutes, maybe a half hour. I'd say there were 100, maybe 150 people there, something like that, Um, and every single thing he said made sense. It, it was wild. I was actually sort of, you know when you have those moments when you're listening to someone talk or you're watching a certain movie or you're listening to a certain music and you're like, oh, this is real. This is true. This is relevant and honest. That's what it felt like listening to the guy. He's a he's very natural speaker. He was kind of funny when he, when he had to be, uh, but talked about the right things, balancing freedom with responsibility talking about why the government shouldn't be telling you what to do in your life at all times, how Florida is defending itself, how their economy has grown despite all this craziness, how they're bringing in more law enforcement instead of defunding them, all the vaccine mandate stuff, of course, of course. And it was just, it was so refreshing. Like it was genuinely like the entire evening, I was like, I can't believe this, you know, because here in California, where I am at least for now, it's like, I'm pretty sure I'm on some list from Gavin Newsom. I'm on a not good person list, right? Like I tried to get rid of that guy and and unfortunately the brainwashed people of California didn't agree. Um, but to, to see that there are governors, there are public officials who don't want to just endlessly run your life. It was just an absolute, absolute pleasure. Uh, and maybe in a couple of weeks, I'll tell you a bit more about my conversation with... Uh, with Governor DeSantis, it was just, it was really great. And uh, you know, when I always talk about that hope thing, it's like, there there are glimmers of hope. And and even though the politicians aren't the ones that can fully save us, it's nice to know that there are a couple of good ones out there. Okay, let's get to the stories because there is a lot to talk about today. So first off, uh, Fauci and this dog situation. It's really just ridiculous. We are gonna show you one image. I'm gonna read a little bit from The Hill. House members, most of whom are Republicans, want Fauci to explain himself in response to allegations brought on by the White Coat Waste Project that involves drugging puppies. White Coast Waste claims that 44 beagle puppies were used in a Tunisia North Africa laboratory, and some of the dogs had their vocal cords removed, alleging so scientists could work without incessant barking. Our investigators show that Fauci's NIH division shipped part of a $375,800 grant to a lab in Tunisia to drug beagles and lock their heads in mesh cages with hungry sand flies so that the insects could eat them alive, White Coast Wait told Changing America. They also locked beagles alone in cages in the desert overnight for nine consecutive nights to use them as bait to attract infectious sand flies. So we're showing you one image there. I don't don't wanna berate the point with the image. Um, Look, scientists do all sorts of things. Researchers do all sorts of stuff. We do things with monkeys, we do things with rabbits, we do things with bugs, we do things, we do all kinds of stuff. And I am not gonna sit here and pretend that I am perfectly versed in every which way it is ethical and not ethical uh, to do certain experiments on animals. Uh, However, I will say this, you guys know I'm a dog eh? guy. The idea that you would lock dogs, just put the picture up for one more second. What they're doing with this, there are sand flies in there. Those dogs are just eating their faces off, and they are completely defenseless uh, to stop that from happening. And they've had their vocal cords cut because they were barking because they didn't want their faces eaten off. This is something that Anthony Fauci helped to fund. Now, I don't know exactly what it is, what they thought that experiment would prove and what that what they would lead to, uh, what that would lead to was, okay? But the idea that they thought that was okay, and I have no doubt that if they're doing that sort of thing, they're probably doing other things that are unimaginably more horrible. Um, These are not good people. Like, whatever they were trying to prove there, whatever it is that they were trying to prove, how long could an animal exist while its face was being eaten off if you cut off its defenses, whatever they were trying to prove, um, perhaps there was another way to prove it beyond taking beagle puppies and having their faces eaten off. But Fauci felt like that was okay. And the people around him felt like that was okay. And this is the guy that is in charge, apparently, of our entire COVID policy now, almost two years later to flatten the curve. You have to think about that what you will. I I just cannot see how that is a decent human being. I cannot see how that is a decent human being. Let me pull a picture of Clyde. Now here's Clyde on the left, as you know, Clyde is a rescue. Our, our dog, Emma, had just passed away about two months before lockdown, and we weren't gonna get a dog again because, or we were gonna wait actually through the summer because I was gonna be uh, touring with Don't Burn This Book. Obviously, the tour didn't happen because of COVID, but either way, we weren't gonna get a dog for a little bit. And then the day lockdown started, I saw a story how LA shelters were gonna put down all of these dogs, and I ran to our local shelter, and I saw Clyde, and he had a, they already had the paper signed. He had about an hour left before he was gonna be put down. Uh, And you can see he had a scar on his head, which we've since uh, gotten him surgery to get rid of. And we saved Clyde. Uh, That's Clyde on the right, just that's from a couple days ago. Uh, That's Clyde living his best life. And uh, my previous dog, Emma, who most of you know the story, she was also a rescue from Hurricane Katrina. She gave birth to puppies in a box during the hurricane. Puppies were eventually uh, adopted, it took her almost nine months to be healthy enough to be adopted, so we didn't even get her till June of 2006. Anyway, I mention all of this because I'm the type of person that saves dogs. I like to save dogs. I don't like when I hear that people are buying dogs or breeders or all that sort of stuff. There are so many thousands and thousands of dogs uh, that are great and wonderful and need homes. Uh, Fauci decided to put dogs' heads in boxes and have basically a flesh-eating bug eat their faces off. So. I'm just, just put that like a little pin in your Fauci thing, you know, like you're thinking, oh, Fauci's so great, Fauci's such a good man, he's just a public servant, is the most highest paid person in the federal government. He's so great, also funds bugs eating dogs' faces off, but you know, nobody's nobody's perfect. Uh, But there's more, Fauci's in a lot of trouble right now, actually, uh, because as you know, I've had Rand Paul on the show a couple of times and there's that very famous moment when Fauci's testifying before Congress And Rand Paul is saying, you guys, the NIH, funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. And Fauci gets indignant, you don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. Well, now we've got some more info from the New York Post. The National Institutes of Health has stunningly admitted to funding gain-of-function research bat coronaviruses at China's Wuhan lab despite Dr. Anthony Fauci repeatedly insisting to Congress that no such thing happened. In a letter to Representative James Comer from Kentucky on Wednesday, a top NIH official blamed EcoHealth Alliance, the New York City-based nonprofit that, profit that has funneled US funds to the Wuhan lab for not being transparent about the work it was doing. NIH's principal deputy director, Lawrence A. Tabak, wrote in the letter that EcoHealth's limited experiment tested whether spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor in a mouse model. The admission from the NIH official directly contradicts Fauci's testimony to Congress in May and July, when he denied the US had funded gain of function projects in Wuhan. Okay, so here's where we're at with this thing. He either, Fauci, either lied under oath and said, no, we did not fund gain-of-function research, or he did not know. Now, if he lied, Well, if you lie under oath to Congress, I think you get in trouble. Is that a thing? Do you get in trouble if you lie? Not always. He gave me the head nod. You don't always get in trouble. That's right. And I always bring up, uh, you know, what was his name? Uh, James Clapper, uh, who, you know, lied under oath. They asked him if, uh, you know, the NSA and the FBI... uh, If we spy on our own citizens and he goes not wittingly while he's scratching his head, well, he became a CNN contributor, never got in trouble. So Fauci will probably get away with it. But either Fauci lied under oath or he did not know what the NIH was doing, which as the director of the NIH, it seems to me that the buck has to stop with somebody. So maybe he should step down like this is the type of scandal that should have this ridiculous man step away. Like just step away now, Fauci. Like this thing is obviously not going well. You have emailed friends in the midst of the pandemic at the height of it, telling friends that they don't have to wear masks while you were telling the rest of us to wear masks. You told other people that they shouldn't wear masks because you actually touch your face more while you were telling other people to double mask. long gone from two weeks to flatten the curve. We're long gone from herd immunity. You've made a complete clown of yourself, but I'll make you a deal, Anthony Fauci. If you step away now, you got, let's say this week, I would say by Friday, right? Cause it takes a couple days to clear out the office and get the box and put all the picture frames in there. If, if you go by Friday, I'll give you a pass going forward. I won't even mention you again. Like, it'll be like, you know what, at the end, Fauci was a little in over his head. He probably wasn't a horrific human being despite having bugs that were eating dogs' faces off. And I'll just let it slide. I'll just be like, that's it. We're not gonna put him in jail. I don't think he should be punished. He just got caught up in something and that's it. So you got till Friday as far as I'm concerned, Fauci. But you gotta go because you're either a lawyer, uh, a liar. You're a lawyer, <laughs> lawyer, liar. There you go, Freudian slip of the day. Uh, you're either a liar or you don't know what's going on at your organization, which thus caused you to lie under oath, unwittingly. So either way, you gotta go, buddy. Uh, But we've got more from Fauci because all he does is go on these Sunday talk shows. He is more of a public showman than he is a scientist at this point. And uh, don't worry, guys, if you've been freaking out about your little kids that they haven't been injected yet, Fauci's on it. So if all goes well and we get the regulatory approval and the recommendation from the CDC, it's entirely possible, if not very likely, that vaccines will be available for children from 5 to 11 within the first week or two of November. Okay, so that's very, very exciting because it's obviously what he's wanted all along. It's what these people have wanted all along. They want to vaccinate everyone, even children who are at virtually no risk, again, CDC website, point zero zero two percent of children under 18 die of COVID. Yes, some of them get sick and they get healthier and then they have natural immunity. Again, he doesn't talk about that anymore. I, I know people that are, are parents. We're, we're working on having kids. I've talked to a lot of people about this. I don't know anyone and I get it, it's self-selected because I usually am friends with somewhat sane people these days, but... I don't know anyone that wants their five or six year olds getting injected with this thing. Now, I get it, there are blue and on NPC brainwashed. CNN watchers with their children that want the government every week to just inject their children with whatever they want. Uh, But there is virtually no risk to children. And not only is there virtually no risk to children, but we are to believe that the teachers basically are all vaccinated. The parents are all vaccinated and all of those things. So it's not like the kid that might get sick is going to pass it on to the teacher if vaccines work. But could it possibly be? Guys, help me with this one. Could it possibly be that the vaccines aren't working exactly as promised. I don't wanna be a conspiracy theorist. I don't wanna get deleted from YouTube. They told me they were working perfectly. You see what I'm saying, people? You see what I'm saying? Uh, And if you don't think all of this is weird enough that now they wanna come after your kids, and again, if you have a child that has some pre-existing condition, or even not, go talk to your doctor. Don't listen to that clown, and don't listen to me. Talk to your doctor. And, and read some of the literature yourself. It's readily available, and it's not that fun to read, but it is out there. But if you don't think they have a more nefarious plan in mind, well, here's CDC Director Wileski. This woman is just a piece of work. She's got a plan. Let's talk about mandates for adults. Uh, the President Biden was asked about the quite controversial mandates for essential workers at his town hall this week. Take a look at his answer. Should police officers, emergency responders be mandated to get vaccines? And if not, should they be stay at home or let go? Yes and yes. now, it mandates by government, by private companies have uh, of essential workers have generally worked. You see a big boost in vaccinations, even though there may be some grousing. But as you know, there are cases where police officers or health workers or pilots are walking off the job rather than get the vaccine. Are you still full speed ahead on mandates for essential workers to get vaccinated?
1: We have seen that these mandates are getting more and more people vaccinated. Here's what we know. The most disruptive thing that you can do to a workforce is to have a COVID outbreak in that workforce. That will most definitely not only send people home, but it will send people to the hospital and some may pass. What we know from the police workforce is that there have been more deaths from the coronavirus over the last year and a half than all other causes of death for that workforce combined. So we believe it is very important to get these people vaccinated. There is a plan. um, Should these people not want to be vaccinated towards education and counseling to get people the information they need?
0: Did you catch the end there? There's a plan to get them the education and the resources they need. Sort of like a re-education camp. Should we maybe put them in gulags or in special areas, remove them from society where we can then teach them What is good and right, where they have to bow to the state and get injected despite whatever legitimate concerns they may have? Uh, Would that be good? Maybe, maybe there would be these camps that we could build and they would think that they were walking into a shower to be cleansed, but there would be gas. Would that be, would that be all right? You see what these people are doing. You see what these people are doing. If you think what I just said there is a little over the top, right? Is like a little bit much. Look at what has happened in the last year and a half, how far we have fallen, okay? So when I say that, I don't think tomorrow she's gassing police officers, but I don't think that it actually would be too far away. When you take a certain segment of society and say they are the diseased and they might kill you, what do you think the people in power would do to them? Look at history, that is exactly what these people would do. She is not a good person, these are not Good people. I don't know. Are they lizard people? When people talk about the lizard people, these are lizard people. I guess they're lizard people. I don't know. I don't even know exactly what that means. Did lizards come from another planet and then they've taken over their bodies, or is it some sort of gene splicing with the lizard thing or something? But these are not good people. But you want to see good people? I got some hope for you because there are good people out there, and this makes me damn proud to originally be a New Yorker because uh, this is what New York is all about. Here are. New York police depo- uh, police officers and fire department officers marching across the Brooklyn Bridge. This is from this morning. You ain't gonna see this on CNN today. My God, chance of USA, desire for freedom, a care for individual rights, the American flag. Ah! Those are good people, okay? They don't wanna get anyone sick. They just don't want the government intruding on their decisions. And for the four billionth time, if you believe the vaccines work, then stop pretending that if someone else doesn't get vaccinated, it has anything to do with you. When I am here in this ridiculous dystopian city of Los Angeles, and this weekend, I did go to the supermarket. I left my house, guys. I don't, yeah, I don't go out often. I did leave the house. Uh, David's out of town, so I had to fend for myself and I bought a piece of salmon and some broccoli and I went to the supermarket and, uh, you know, I wear my mask beneath my nose, nobody says anything. I sorta had it even, even further when I was really pushing it. Um, but when you look around at these people, nobody's even thinking, you could just see this glossed over look in their eyes. Why is there no discussion now about taking masks off? It's not even being discussed at any level whatsoever here in LA, and I get it. Those of you that are watching this in Florida and Texas, the ship has sailed. You're better people than us. I understand. Maybe we're on our way, who knows? But the point is, these people they just want more Thank you sir may I have another they just want more but those people marching right th- right there not only are those the people that a year ago we were calling the heroes these are these are firefighters these are police officers these are nurses these are the heroes who have been out there save us now they're the people who should be fired and shamed and and have their lives utterly destroyed for standing up uh, for what they believe in right remember? Remember I talked about this the other day when we were kids, we were told to stand up for what we believe in, not be bullied, you know, fight for what's right. How can we never hear about any of that anymore? Uh, quick comment from Sally Valley on Locals. Fauci has no heart and no wrinkles, I suspect Botox. He, yeah, I mean, the guy's what, he's 81? I'll give him this. Look, he's an evil freak, there's no doubt about that, and he probably has all sorts of blood on his hands, and he likes to have flesh-eating uh, bugs eat the faces of dogs but he does look pretty good for 81 years old. The guy doesn't have a lot of wrinkles. I will give him that much. All right, let's move on to Barack Obama. You may remember you may remember Barack Obama. He was uh, the two-term president before Orange Man, and he was this guy who came in, and it was hope, and it was change, and it was very exciting. And then obviously, if you flash forward to where we're at now, where we live in a systemically racist, patriarchal society, and capitalism is evil, and all of these things, uh, he failed miserably. His His... Eight years in the Oval Office were obviously a complete disaster. Uh, I will say this, I voted for Barack Obama twice. Now, you guys all know about my political evolution. I was a lefty at the time, there's no doubt about it. I did vote for him both times. It is worth noting that the first time that Barack Obama ran for president, he was against gay marriage. So Barack Obama is a homophobe. He has an irrational fear of gay people. He did not want two men or two women Uh, To be able to engage in the same sort of relationship that a heterosexual couple could. Now, I suppose he did, you know, evolve a little bit later, but, you know, the truth is that in his heart, he obviously hates gay people. Um, And here he is now, Barack Obama, who again didn't solve any of the things that he set out to do right, because if he did, then we would have never got Donald Trump and certainly we wouldn't have needed Joe Biden who was his VP to come in and fix all of that, right, if if Barack Obama had actually accomplished all of the wonderful hope and change that he had promised. Well, now he is campaigning in this Virginia gubernatorial race, and just listen to him, and I would only add one other thing, which is that during uh, the recall here in California, Obama cut an ad that was pro Newsom that was a complete fear-mongering, scare scare tactic ad, we played it on the show, uh, refused to even say Larry Elder's name, and congratulations, it did work here in California. But here's Obama, and you just tell me, well, you, well, that play it.
2: Why, why is it Republicans don't want you to vote? You what, what is it that they're so afraid of? You yeah, you know, it, you it, it I would assume Terry, if, if they think they've got better ideas, why don't they just go make the case? Tell us your ideas. Tell us why you think they're going to be better. Tell us how it's going to help that man get a job, or, or help that young person go to college, or, or help that person get a trade. Hey, just explain it. And if, if you've got good ideas, people will flock to your ideas, but, but that's not what they try to do. Instead, you're trying to rig elections. Because the truth is, people disagree with your ideas. And when that doesn't work, you start fabricating lies and conspiracy theories about the last election, the one you didn't win. That's not how democracy is supposed to work.
0: Let me be very, very clear about this. Barack Obama is not a good man. I regret voting for him. I think maybe I said that once before, but I completely regret voting for Barack Obama. I should have voted for John McCain and I should have voted for Mitt Romney and I ain't no Mitt Romney fan. Uh, But everything he said there is a lie. He is a smug, dishonest snake oil salesman. That's what he is. First off, Republicans don't want you to vote. That's what he's telling you. Simply not true. Republicans want things like voter ID, like they have in virtually every civilized nation on planet Earth, that you would show an ID when you vote, much like you show an ID when you get on an airplane or perhaps when you send a FedEx package or when you rent a hotel room or maybe when you buy cigarettes or purchase a gun or open a bank account or apply for food stamps or welfare or when you apply for social security or unemployment or when you rent or buy a house. He's saying that they wanna stop you from voting but all they wanna do is secure our election system, make sure that people who are supposed to be voting are voting, make sure the people who aren't supposed to be voting aren't or can't vote twice, et cetera, et cetera. So he's absolutely lying about that. Then he says that why don't they make the case? Why don't they make the case for their ideas? Actually, I would say Republicans or conservatives, right-leaning people are making the case for low taxes, getting us out of war, all of the things that Trump talked about, low black unemployment, let's invest in some of these communities, let's not nation build, let's leave things to the states. Uh, Now, he does make a point um, that they've gotta get their message out, and it's like, well, they do have trouble getting their message out because you do have all of the networks against you, all of the mainstream media against you, and you have big tech against you. So I will, you know, give him that. It's like, it's tough to get the message out when you can't. Um, And he says, if you've got good ideas, then good people will flock to you. Well, again, we have a lying media that just won't let that happen. Uh, By the way, he went on to say there was another clip that was actually possibly even more extraordinary than that endlessly smug lie. Like this was the guy that was supposed to heal us Man, awful. But there's another clip where he talks about how the Republicans are only in it for this fake culture war, this fake outrage war. And it's like, no, that's not true either, man. You know, good, decent people who don't want their children taught critical race theory don't want them to be taught to judge people by the color of their skin. That's what they don't want for their children. It's like, that's not fake, man. You know, making sure that we all have access to platforms so that we can speak freely is not fake. Making sure that just because you have some conservative or non-progressive view, you're not gonna be booted off everything or have your job taken away is not fake. Fighting so that the government can't inject you with whatever it wants, whenever it wants, no matter how many times it gets all the information wrong in the first place, is not fake. So he's just a liar, he's just dishonest, he's a liar. I regret voting for Barack Obama. I apologize to any of you good McCain, Romney people out there back at the time, but you know, you live and learn, what can you do? But if you think Obama is bad, Uh, Let's move on to the third story because uh, there's this Harris woman, uh, Kamala Harris, and we played some video of her last week. This was the most inauthentic woman on the face of the planet. Again, she was polling at zero. That's not white power. This is Joe Biden. When, When Democrats do this, it means zero. When Republicans do it, it means white power so I'm doing it. You can take it as you wish. Uh, last week, she uh, had a, they had a surprise birthday party for her. She walked into the room and yelled surprise to them. First time that's ever happened in the history of surprise parties. She then kissed her husband, who was also wearing a mask. I mean, this woman is just terrible, polling at zero in her own party when, when she dropped out of the race, but then Biden put her in, although it's not really Biden. It's whoever's running Biden. Anyway, uh, she tweeted out, this statement. Now think of all the things, before I read it to you, before we show it to you, think of all the things that are happening right now between vaccine mandates, inflation going up, gas prices going up, supply chain issues, the disaster in Afghanistan that we don't even talk about anymore. China's testing some like supersonic nuclear missile. Like there's so many crazy things happening right now, but here's what VP Harris is up to. President Biden and I released the first ever National Gender Strategy. We believe that advancing gender equity and equality is fundamental to every individual's economic security, safety, health, and ability to exercise their most basic rights. It is also essential to economic growth and development, democracy and political stability, and the security of nations across the globe. Yet no country in the world has achieved gender equality, and we are at an inflection point. The COVID-19 pandemic has fueled a health crisis, an economic crisis, and a caregiving crisis that have magnified the challenges that women and girls, especially women and girls of color, have long faced. It has also exacerbated a shadow pandemic of gender-based violence in the United States and around the world. This moment demands that we build back better. Uh, Before I color that with any of my thoughts, uh, we've got a quote here from the American Enterprise Institute about uh, about men and women and equality, women have earned almost 10 million more college degrees than men since 1982. So if you only care about women being educated and having jobs, if you think that's the most important thing for a woman, because I know somehow modern feminists think that if you're a mother, who has kids and stays at home and cooks for the kids and keeps a good house and takes care of everybody and is around and emotionally available and not worried about board meetings and things? Somehow you're evil and you're anti-woman. Uh, but if you if you don't believe that, uh, then at least you've got the 10 million more college degrees than men since uh, 1982. Uh, but just to add a couple of my thoughts on this, um, it's nonsense. It's complete nonsense. Um, there are countries you know one of the struggles years ago I've told the story a few times but when Jordan and I Jordan Peterson and I were on tour we went to Sweden and we were going to do one show in Sweden and the show sold out literally in 2 minutes so we thought there's something going on here and I was getting so much fan mail from Sweden we thought there's something else happening here let's see if we can get back to Sweden so I think we went to Denmark for a day maybe we went to Oslo and then we went back to to uh, Stockholm to Sweden the second show sold out in, in about two minutes. And it was just extraordinary what was going on there. And we talked to a bunch of the audience. We did a and A. It was actually uh, during my meet and greet that instead of doing it at the theater, there were so many people that wanted to be a part of my meet and greet. We actually went to a bar. We took over the entire bar. It was, it was maybe the best night of the whole tour. Um, Sweden has complete gender equality. They have a completely egalitarian society and forever. Men can do whatever they want. Women can do whatever they want. And guess what's happened in Sweden? it's still, despite saying, everybody do whatever the hell you want, which is pretty much what we have here in the United States too, uh, but they really have it there uh, in terms of culture and everything else, it turns out that still men wanted to become engineers and women still wanted to become nurses because generally men care about things. That's the way men's brains are wired. And women care more about interpersonal relationships. So that's the way their brains are wired. So now the social justice warriors in Sweden, they look at that and they go, wait, we have equality, but we did it right, like we did what they wanted. We have this egalitarian society, we did it right. But the outcome is still that men and women are doing different things. We don't have the exact amount of male and female engineers. We don't have the exact amount of male and female nurses. So they wanna rejigger the entire system. Do you see how ridiculous this all is. Anyway, the idea that we'd be worried about that, about any of this nonsense, if you showed me a law that said women can't do this because they're women, then so be it. You know what women can't do? Uh, Apparently, women can't be four-star generals because, you know, uh, what's her name? (laughs) I forgot her name, what's her name again? Rachel Levine. Rachel Levine, yeah, Rachel Levine. So Rachel Levine was a man. I don't mean to be a dick about it. (laughs) That was, that was. (laughs) So uh, there was a guy, anyway, he's a woman now. He's was, he's now the first four-star female general, according to the New York Times, except he's not female. I I don't wanna get my channel deleted and I'm not trying to say anything controversial here. He's a trans woman. I I accept that, or she's a trans woman but she is not female. Google female. Here, can we Google female? Can you Google female for me right now? And and I'm gonna read the official uh, definition of female for those of you that are completely curious. Female uh, is of or denoting the sex that can bear offspring or produce eggs distinguished biologically by the production of ova, which can be fertilized by male gametes. I don't think Rachel Levine has that stuff. So I'm not making a big deal about it and it's just fine that this trans person's got a gig and it's all good Uh, except she, he, she, whatever is not female. That's not, I'm not trying to be controversial here. But anyway, you see why I link this to, they want gender equity, except the four-star general, that's the health secretary, whatever it is, is biologically male, and you've got the feminists going, oh my God, we've got the first female. Oh my God, I'm a seal, throw me more fish. <laughs> Okay, if all of that, we got one more for you today. If all of that is not enough, everyone in this administration is just an absolutely ridiculous partisan loon, okay? They really, really are. I'm trying to be nice today, for God's sakes. It's Monday, had a good weekend. Like I'm trying, but these people are just insane. So uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is saying that in order to pay for Build Back Better, Uh, that she's got a very special way of doing it, and it's not exactly a wealth tax, but...
1: Well, um, I think what's under consideration is a proposal that uh, Senator Wyden and the Senate Finance Committee have been looking at that would um, impose um, a tax on unrealized capital gains um, on liquid assets held by extremely wealthy individuals, billionaires. Um, I wouldn't call that a wealth tax, but um, it would help get at uh, capital gains, which um, are an extraordinarily large part of the incomes of the wealthiest individuals. And uh, right now, uh, escape taxation, uh, until they're realized and often they're unrealized and at death uh, benefit from a uh, so-called step-up of basis. So it's not a wealth tax, but um, a tax on unrealized capital gains of exceptionally wealthy individuals.
0: Ah, my, my Sharpie's running out of ink for writing down so many stupid things from that woman. So first off, the key part of this She wants to impose a tax on unrealized capital gains. Unrealized. That means capital gains that don't exist. Now, without getting too far into the nitty gritty of all of this, capital gains, for those of you that don't know, are a profit from the sale of a property or investment. So if you make a ton of money, on an investment or on a property, there's a capital gains tax on that. That is the capital gains and you pay an extra tax on that. What she's saying is they wanna tax unrelated capital gains. So meaning if you make a really good investment on a house, let's say, let's say you buy a house for 300 grand, right? And then, and you picked a great spot in a great location and you did your due diligence and it's a great investment and you put work into it and all that stuff. And next thing you know, two years later, it's worth 550 grand but you don't wanna sell, well now you've increased the value of that house by 250 grand, she wants to tax that. She says this is about billionaires, but of course it's not just about billionaires, of course it isn't. They want to tax unrealized gains. So it's not that they just wanna punish you for success, they wanna punish you for potential success. And on top of everything else, imagine thinking that that bitch needs more of your money. These people don't deserve any more of your money. They just don't unrealized capital gains, incredible. Oh, and of course, the point is that she's talking about her Build Back Better thing and all that. These are the same people who just told us that $3.5 trillion equals zero because we're gonna tax those people. And of course, that's a lie. 3.5 trillion doesn't equal zero. If you borrow $10 from someone, it isn't borrowing zero just because you say it is, right? Um, It's just absolutely Extraordinary. And, and it's also class warfare of the worst kind. I'm not saying that every one of our laws is just, but, but don't hate the player, hate the game. Then you can change some of the laws, I suppose, if you want. But the idea that, that we are demonize billionaires and people that have money for playing the game, you know, it's like when they would always go after Trump for all of these things with taxes and he'd be writing off losses and all of these things. It's like, yeah, that's how it works. And if you don't like that, change the laws. But they don't wanna do that. They, they just wanna demonize people. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, Oh wait, what was the last thing there? Oh, because she said these people are escaping taxation until they are realized. Escaping taxation until they are realized. So that means that if you do something good, if you're a smart investor, if you know how to play the game, if you're wise when it comes to real estate or whatever it is you do with your money, you're escaping them, so they better get you. This is pre-crime. This is Minority Report kind of shit. Okay, these people are completely, completely out of control. On that note, I feel very good about this Monday show. I feel it was a solid show. Uh, tomorrow we are announcing something massive. Uh, we actually may do an early live stream tomorrow. I think for this announcement. So it sounds like at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern, we will be live with this announcement because I want you guys to hear it from me first because it is gonna break across the news. It is, it is big stuff. We'll do a regular show at 11 o'clock, but uh, it, I think we're gonna confirm in just a sec that I will be live at 7 a.m. tomorrow. And it's big and you guys have all been uh, a, a part of it, whether you knew it or not. Uh, my full interview uh, with Congresswoman Lauren Boebert is up right now on the YouTube. Part one of my interview with Brian Keating, really interesting. The guy just wrote a really, really fantastic book about science and how we can look at science and how science is not just about one plus one equals two. It's, there's, there's creativity in science. We have to think about things differently. And really what damage our, our public scientists community has done to scientists, uh, done to science overall, uh, and to some scientists, I should say. Uh, So you can check out part one right now on YouTube. The full episode's already up at rubinreport.locals.com. It is a big week. That's all I got for you. I hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.